Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everyone. This is another mini episode of Game My Mom Phone. I am Mike Hilberton, and who's who's with me tonight? If you want Batman, listen to me, the Kenneth known as Sanity. Sorry. And I'm Blair Farrell from comicbookvideogames.com, and if you support the games my mom found show on Patreon with all of your money, you can get <laughs> Mike Alberton a VR set so we can talk about Arkham VR in the future. <laughs> I mean, just donate a dollar, I'll be happy to vote the Patreon poll. But one day I do want a VR. Get all them bucks in, folks. <laughs> So we are here to talk about, um, as I said, a mini. We're here to talk about the Batman Arkham Knight DLC. We decided to make it an extra episode because we'd went long enough with Arkham Knight. And you're going to hear this a couple days after Arkham Knight comes out. So, hey, you can have the whole Arkham Knight experience all in one week. Um, we're going to talk about all the DLC. There'll be spoilers. We're going to talk about Season Infamy. So stay tuned for all that. Which that, folks. See how we do for you? We do nice things for you here. <laughs> we're going to drop them. After the show, just like the DLC dropped after the show. <laughs> was it that quick? No. Oh, was it 2015 the DLC came out? Because I'm not able to find dates. Uh, it ended at the end. I think Season of Infamy was like November, December the year it came out. I think Harlequin was like a pre-order bonus. And I think Red Hood was pretty soon, too. Red Hood was definitely a pre-order bonus because I got the Red Hood DLC when I pre-ordered this game from GameStop. You know, it's funny when I say that, that might be someone listening to this episode five years from now. They might have no idea what that is. I didn't. I mean, you're not wrong. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking can't stop. But yes, there were. Was it were those the only two pre-order DLC? Was Red Hood and Harley Quinn then? I mean, I probably still I have my DLC so. car codes in my card case. If I remember right, though, I feel like the PlayStation also had exclusive Scarecrow challenges. Okay. I mean, that would make sense that would have random challenge maps or something. I, I hate challenge maps. Like when we did the the full episode, we didn't even mention challenge maps, which nothing to really mention, I guess. But I hate them because <laughs> they suck. <laughs> this game. Hey, this game has a ton of them, though. If you want them, it's got them. So according to all these codes I have in my Arkham Knight case, you got the PlayStation exclusive Scarecrow Nightmare Missions, which I can't remember what they are. I think it's a Batmobile track. Ugh. A PlayStation exclusive skins, which it looks like Adam West Batman and Bat Justice League 3000 Batman and the Harley Quinn story pack. That's cool. We can talk about the I actually played the Harley Quinn pack first just because I was like, I want to play this. I mean, they're cool in the fact that they give you a very, very, very small little campaign. But mainly what they do is they give you an extra playable character for challenge maps, which is cool if you like that. Like the Harley Quinn one, like her little DLC that you do is like she's it's supposed to it takes place before Arkham Knight happens where she's going to a police station or somewhere. I think some police station, I think, I think it's Bloodhaven yeah. to rescue Poison yeah. Ivy because she's in prison and, and Scarecrow wants her. And Harley Quinn plays a lot different than Bat. I mean, I feel like she plays different than Batman. Like her detective vision is like her being crazy, and it, it was okay. Yeah, with all the little just... environmental flourishes, like it, like it was almost like her mood, like sad and lonely and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I feel like the Birds of Prey movie handled Harley Quinn infiltrating a police station better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there wasn't much to it. I mean, she she played okay. I mean, she mostly just has the bat. She only has a few gadgets that she can use and. 
I didn't like her for predator missions. Like when you have to be sneaky, I did not like being sneaky with her at all. It was just annoying to me. Yeah, there's no even silent takedown. It's just like you immediately alert people because it's like a loud takedown. They're beating them with a baseball bat. Which, you know, makes sense because Harley Quinn is not subtle in yeah. any way, shape, or form. It's just a very weird little DLC. I mean, there isn't much to it. It was kind of, I thought it was kind of hard, actually. Like, I thought the, the Nightwing fight at the end of it was hard. I was not a fan of that fight at first. I failed the first time until I realized, oh, just keep hitting. Like, just get the takedown meter, then hit him that way. I think I just use, for a lot of the bosses in these, I use, like, stun. So, like, I would just stun and then just do the beatdowns, if I'm not mistaken. I remember not having struggling that much. Because I think I was overthinking them, and I was like, oh, these are actually pretty easy. No, I sound like a humble brick. No, I mean, they're not that bad. I mean, I didn't have a hard, too hard of time Harley Quinn. It just took me a couple tries to beat the freaking to beat Nightwing, because I didn't approach it right. You know, that was part of it. And just the way, and I was just getting used to the way she plays, where she has a meter if you keep attacking. She builds up some kind of meter where then she can go, like, psychopath, essentially, and she gets all, like, limit breaky, for lack of better words, and just starts taking everybody out. Mayhem mode is called. <laughs> I mean, it's cool the fact that it exists, especially if you're bought like the season pass. You just get more DLC to to have or, you know, if you pre-ordered this. You just get it because you pre-ordered it. Like for me, I bought the season on Steam. I bought whatever the hell the deal was and I bought everything. And this came with it. So for that price, like 10 bucks or whatever the hell I paid, it was well worth it. I don't remember what I paid, but I mean, yeah, if, if you, you know, Got the season pass at the beginning when, when, as we touched on last episode, it was almost the same price as the full game. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my sympathies because I, I don't know. I I can't. I could not have knowing what I know now. There's no way in hell I could have justified that price. No, it's a lot. I won't disagree there. Like right now, you can get the game for twenty bucks or the premium edition <laughs> on Steam with the game and the season pass. Yeah, I I bought the game at launch and I picked up the uh, season pass for five bucks. That felt right. Yeah, the season pass is frequently discounted and Arkham Knight is on Game Pass. And I even think the lowest tier of whatever the heck PlayStation nonsense is with all those Ultra Plus killer combo, whatever exclusive like (laughs) thing they have. So, like, it's pretty easy to get now. And if you were if you want to play it on the PlayStation, you need at least a mid-tier, because that's what allows the uh, game streaming. I don't remember what it's called, but it's the middle tier. Oh, really? Oh, okay, because I thought it was with the lower one, because I know when PlayStation 5 came out, they had, like, a basic type of Game Pass, where they have, like, a few games, and this is one of them, but I don't know. That thing is so oh, sad for me. Oh, well, if it's in the PS5, the PlayStation Now collection, then yeah, it might... It might be in the lower one. Who knows? And then you can also buy it alone for $2 on Steam when it's not on sale. Anybody cares. Don't. That's a waste of money. But <laughs> you can. If you're cheap and desperate for another character and all you have is $2 in your pocket that you can somehow inter- put onto the internet, I guess there you go. But the next the next one that I, that I want to talk about is the Red Hood story pack. Now, I thought this was stupid when I played it back in the day. I'm like, this is not worth it. This is dumb. Why does this exist? And then when I went and played it for... For the show, because I, as I said on the episode, I could not stop playing Arkham Knight. I just could not quit. I, it came to me at the perfect time. And when I played Red Hood's DLC, I, I came into it with no expectations. No, I was like, this is kind of fun. Because the thing with Red Hood is he has a gun, obviously. And 
I didn't realize this, but you can just start shooting people when you're in these missions and just kill them instantly. And it's great. <laughs> yeah, I actually forgot about that, too, because I haven't played... I played these for the show, but I haven't touched them since. Because I reviewed them as they came out, and I struggled to even talk about them because there's so little meat on mm-hmm. these bones. There's not much. I mean, like the Red Hood one, it's just, you do like, a, I think you do a challenge area, essentially, and then you do and you do a, uh, what's the word, predator map with him, I think. And the predator map I like because then that's when I realized you could just freaking shoot people. <laughs> like, oh, look, there's a guy over there. Boom, boom, boom. He's dead, and I just run away somewhere else, and then they don't find me. <laughs> So I, I like the Red Hood. I, I liked him way more than I thought I would. He was just Which is completely fair. He was fun. Like I, I didn't I didn't mess with challenge maps other than just like the little story packs because I just don't care enough. But I was it, I'm happy that it exists. I'm happy that it's there. It oh and it had a story with Black Mass too, which also was cool to me because it reminded me of the Red Hood movie. Yep. Did and you like we the all way know how uh, much I enjoy Black Mass? They took they took they they wrapped up his story. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Uh, didn't he, doesn't he, like, shoot him and throw him out a window or something, or just throw him out a window? Something like that. He kills him, I know that. Yeah, well, well that's the thing about, like, for these, is, like, they're very, because I knocked out most of them in one night in, like, an hour, like, these smaller chapters, and, like, I'm not a big challenge map person, because, and, like, I, I hate super, like, modes and challenge maps, and, like, the mercenaries in Resident Evil, where it's just, like, we're going to haul out all of the context around everything and just have like an arcade game. Like I just am not one for high score chasing and stuff like this. So I like, I don't love these, but I like that there's a tiny bit of story inserted into them. So it gives you some incentive to do it. Yeah. Um, Because all of these take place. Well, except for Harlan Quinn, like all of them take place after the main game and it kind of like reflects on like, everything post Bruce Wayne revealing he's Batman. Oh, is Red Hood after? I thought Red Hood was before the game ended. Well, I mean, no, it, no, Red it has to be because he's not even Red Hood by the time he rescues Batman. <laughs> okay, good point, because he he becomes Red Hood at the end of all that, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah as I think, like, he has his normal Arkham Knight outfit on and he has, like, a red bat just, like, spray-painted on or something. Okay. And he has, like, a jacket and stuff and a hood. Yeah. Because he's and red. He's got, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, he does just kind of kick Black Mask out of a window and says, say hi to the Joker for me, which I don't know. He could be dead. I mean, it was still cool that you got that that Black Mask at least had a point, had a part in this and that it connected to my still my favorite Arkham Origins. So I was happy with that. And I just love the fact you could just shoot people. (laughs) You could just like, boom, 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 they're dead. Okay, move on. Which is cool. And it's cool to see Black Mask and anything reference to that movie, Batman and the Red Hood, I'm happy to hear. So. Good movie. It really is. Go listen to our review. And that will bring us to the next one that we should talk about. Let's talk about Nightwing. This one I struggled with. I really miss gliding. And like a lot of the Predator sequence is like you're kind of outside. In order to escape, you kind of have to like go outside the GCPD and go in all these like weird scaffolding. So like I had trouble navigating around. It's, it's a little strange at first. Yeah. And I'm a big Nightwing fan. I also really don't like the Nightwing outfit in this series. How it kind of like extends up around his face. It just seems so impractical. Oh, it, it very much is impractical. Did you want his and, first appearance costume? Well, like, the problem is that, I don't know, I noticed that in Arkham Knight when we were playing through it and going through these, you know, they, they tried too hard in a lot of things. 
And I think a lot of the outfits that they used in these did try too hard to mess with things that didn't need to be messed with. I mean, Red Hood, why'd you give him a hoodie? Honestly, he had a helmet that was good enough. You know, Nightwing, it looks like he has the bat cowl on just with a spot for his hair. <laughs> like, it's not the free-moving normal Nightwing that we see. His no, neck is, like, locked in place. You guys, something funny because, like, there's a lot of stuff going around on Twitter, and I won't derail it too much about, like, the 10th anniversary of The Dark Knight Rises, and like, people who have exposed hair but they're trying to keep secret identities, and I always think of, like, Anne Hathaway in The Dark Knight Rises, and her hair is so long, and, like, I live with two girls, two women, rather, and, like, I get my Swiffer and go around my <laughs> go around the room here, and I go to my fiancé and be like, this is how much hair is always here. So, like, maybe, like, who is this Catwoman? Like, I don't know. There's plenty of hair around here. We can easily figure out who this is. More than the NHS. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go into detective mode and figure it out. The, the GCPD lockdown was kind of fun, though. Like, I, I did like it personally. It's, I mean, you're right, though. It was hard. Like, I had a, I had a tough time. At, I failed once or twice on it because you would start a fight when you're in the stealth mode, but then you have to get out to get away from it. And it was a little challenging at first. I mean, it's cool to play as Nightwing. And it's cool having a story after the game ends where they're trying to, with Penguin's goons are trying to break Penguin out. Like that was cool to me. And I enjoyed that. But I also, I think Nightwing might be one of my, I, I enjoyed playing Nightwing a lot. He's definitely up there with the characters he plays. He was a lot of fun for me. Like he, I like the way he's fast. I like the way he moves. I mean, he's not his red hook. He can't shoot people, but he's up there. Yeah, he does move a lot faster than Batman, I will say that. And he's got a pretty cool moveset. I'm not sure if I like his taser batons. They're okay. I mean, they're fine. I mean, they were useful. I mean, he 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 was pretty like his his, his level's a little hard. Like it is a, that that stealth mission is a little annoying because like we were saying like to escape is not easy so you have to plan a little better. And make sure you don't get caught. And there's a bunch of Gatling gun guys, which are big guys that you ha- that you can't just take down. You have to do a whole bunch of like button press combinations and stuff, and it's annoying. You can get shot the hell up while you're doing. But I enjoyed it, and I think you like get to the very end, you just like punch the penguin or something, something simple like that. Yeah, he yeah. like gets out of the elevator and he's trying to light up the smoke. I do love how we antagonize them and be like, "Hey, you like just trying to act like one of his goons." I know we're not supposed to feel like bad for the penguin because he's a criminal, but as someone who's wretchedly like claustrophobic, like the whole story has him trapped in an elevator, I'm just like, no, this is my fresh hell. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was it was a cool extra content that I was glad it existed. I was happy. I was happy it was there. I'll agree with that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fine. much like what you can say about all of these, except for the Catwoman one, which can die in a fire. Well, we can talk about that one next. Now, <laughs> go for it. Have fun. I didn't play it. Good thing. Cool. When I, I, I played the Catwoman DLC, so I was going to order this, and this one is the one that I couldn't beat out of all of them because it's just fucking horrendous, and it shouldn't be. Like, first you have a, a it starts out with a stealth mission where you have to go and grab key cards from, like, from like three key cards from guards so they can't see you and you got to get back. It took me a few tries, and I'm like, okay, this is this is fine. Like, because Catwoman plays differently because she can jump on the ceiling depending on if the ceiling has the right ways. You got it. So it helps with the sneakiness because you can't take out anybody. You can't. All you can do is pick their pockets. You can't get seen or, you know, make any isu- make any issues. Otherwise, you automatically fail. I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. But then after you get the three key cards, you unlock a, a section that you go to. But then you get to take all the guys and you unlock a section where you have the stupid robots. I'm like, OK, this isn't so bad. 
And then it kept going. <laughs> so you're in like this. No, I think you fight some robots. You have saws that come around you or, or something. You have to dodge. And that's not so bad. Then you get into a room. It's electrified floor. And you have to fight these robots. And as you fight these robots, there's two lasers that are moving around your square. And more and more of the square keeps lighting up and electrocuting. So you get a smaller and smaller area to fight in. So essentially you end up just in the center. So you're trying to do, you know, your combos and, you know, keep hitting multiple enemies. And it's pulling you into areas that are automatically hurting you. Yeah, this is just, it's, it's, the design is baffling because it's so, like, the stealth mission, it's, it's okay. But what's, it's so punishing because nowhere in the game, well, rarely in the game where it's just like you get seen, it's over, try again. Which I get because Catwoman isn't Batman. But then this fight is, it's terrible because Arkham Combat is about crowd control and like you're snapping to enemies and you can snap to an enemy that's on electricity and like one of the tools in your arsenal is like building up your combo meter and then doing like the instant takedown. But if you do an instant takedown to an enemy while you're on electricity, you're taking damage and you can't cancel that attack. Like it is so dumb. Fucking terrible. <laughs> it was, and I couldn't finish it. And uh, she's going after Riddler is what her whole story is because she's trying to get her trying to like steal from Riddler or something. I think that's the only thing I like because Riddler is, I guess, using his phone call and he and people are just like he's pretending like he's talking to his lawyer. He's like, I'm gonna kill you because you're charging me too much money and stuff, stuff like that, which I thought was cute, but like that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess she steals like over two million dollars. And if you get to the if you get to the end of it, which I did not, I did when it came out. But I started doing this, and I think both of us shared pictures of our like completion screen, and both of us were at seventy seven percent, which I can live with. <laughs> I don't need the achievements that bad. No, I don't care about achievements anymore. All right, and that brings us to I think yeah, two more. Uh, the next one that we should mention is the Robin DLC. Did you do that one, Ken? I don't think I did. No. Okay, you didn't miss too much. You get to play as Robin. And Robin Yay. plays like he played kind of in the Arkham City DLC. I Robin's okay in this. I I mean his I didn't like his little mission because it was it was hard. You had a stealth mission, but they're jamming your signals. You can't use any detective vision. You just have to scope it out and do it that way. Now, I don't really like that. And there was a lot of guys with guns that beat the shit out of me when I got when I got seen. So I like the flavor text. Is essentially it's it's him talking to Barbara Gordon, and in the Arkham universe, they're an item and they're married. And, you know, he's kind of talking about, like, the pressure of being Robin now that Batman's gone and all the enemies in an area are like, eh, we ain't scared of you, you're just Robin. And, like, all of that stuff is pretty cool, but it's it's very slight. Well, it's, it's not long enough to be fleshed out. You have, like, the shield, which I think you use a little bit, but not really. It's not as a, useful as a tool as in the Harley Quinn's Revenge DLC, because <laughs> it's pretty much just... <laughs> like stealth fight stealth like the rest of these yeah i think you have to use it once because like his whole thing is he's going after it in this warehouse he's looking for two-face because two-face escape imagine that so i mean you have like a you have some after you finish this this stealth part you have some stuff you have to i had a hard i had to look up what to do because you have to like get behind a turret gun i just could not figure out what to do i was missing an event and then you eventually get into a room where you fight two-face i had the exact same problem it was I just confusing was my brains out because I was trying to turn off one of the machines and then destroy it. But then I was already get seen. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, OK, there's just a vent over here. And I was like, so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I 
but it was, I did like the talking. I did, and this takes place after Arkham City also, but I liked the back and forth. That was a lot of fun with Barbara and, and Tim. Like, I thought that was really good. Yeah, as they're talking about, like, yeah, I'd rather be on my honeymoon. And it's like, yeah, I guess we're missing this now because we have to stay in Gotham and deal with the revolving door prison system. And I guess Two-Face shoots Robin in the leg. I'm watching the video, the cutscene right now at the end of it. Robin gets shot by Two-Face, then I think he takes him out. How many guns did Two-Face use? He only had one, actually. Bullshit. That's not Two-Face. That's just scary face. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's the great value to face. <laughs> yeah, he flips the coin, and then when he flips the coin, you can counter him because he stops to take his eyes off you when he told the flip the coin. Yeah, that's uh, the Robin DLC, and that brings us to one more of the DLC, the Arkham chapters thing is what they call them, and that's the Batgirl one. Did you play that, Ken? Yes, yes, I did play this. <laughs> Back, this, baby. This is a good one, and this is also this is the longest like actual fleshed out chapter. Batgirl, matter of family. Yeah, it it definitely has more story. I like the interplay between Barbara and Tim here too. Um, it was they, shorter than what I remember because I remember this having some meat on it because it was it was like in it wasn't in a recycled area. It was like a brand new area, like this amusement park that a millionaire made on an oil rig that he let his daughter design. I think is like the flavor text. Yeah, yeah and then his daughter died, so he was like, ah, I don't care. Yeah, because I, I was like, man, this is going to take me a few hours, but it only took me like two. I guess you can go around and like pop balloons and look for Joker teeth and stuff like that. Uh, I missed mm-hmm. the grapnel boost because I just realized when I was playing and I was like, man, why can't I like fly over here? And she doesn't have it, which would make sense, I guess, given that this takes place before Arkham Asylum. But like I, I miss it a lot. <laughs> I miss a lot of Batman stuff in this one. Yeah, you really like, miss like because like Nightwing and Red Hood don't have, and Catwoman don't have cape, and you can't glide. Period. <laughs> but at least with Batgirl, you you can glide, which was nice. And she handles well too. And like throughout this DLC, you also like her whole thing is that Gordon was captured, and she was told to only come alone, otherwise he'll kill Gordon. So it's Robin and Barbara are going. And this is before Arkham Knight because she still she hasn't been shot yet. Killing Joe Kwai. Killing joke way. So it's it's fun to be able to play her. It's fun to see her being Batgirl in the costume. And just and she I thought she and she was actually different. Like she played I mean for the most part like them, but she had a couple different gadgets she could hack into things that was different than what Bruce Wayne I think can do. Yeah, she different. was like super duper hacky. She did um a lot of like instead of being really hugely offensive, she had a lot of like hidden things like you know oh you're hiding make this thing explode to scare everybody and then you can just drop down and beat the ever-living piss out of everyone and this is probably the least sexualized arkham character in like the series like her outfit i don't think doesn't have heels and i don't know how far her cape goes down um i don't remember any gratuitous like butt shots but then this also wasn't developed by Rocksteady. This was developed by WB Games Montreal, who did Batman Arkham Origins and the upcoming Batman Gotham, or, well, just Gotham Knights. That's cool. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't realize this was handled by a different team. Yeah, it was the last thing they did uh, after Arkham Origins until Gotham Knights comes out in October. God, that seems like a long time not to, not to ship anything. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about it before, but God, that's a long time. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bar- Barbara's cape is actually pretty long. I'm looking at pictures right now, and yeah, yeah, that's a respectable cape length. 
I did get a weird glitch where her hair or her cape was just flying upwards for no reason. I had like a it was just above her. her control steps stick stopped working. <laughs> I I couldn't move. She was just moving on her own, and I had to like hard reset my Xbox. Weird. But it was it was cool. Like I mean, it just all the banter between them being in a new area was cool. Like you get to see Joker in a top hat for some reason. Like you have to go. Okay, I want to talk about that. Sure, we can talk about it. Okay, so Joker in the top hat was giving me serious Batman nineteen eighty nine vibes. Anybody else? A little bit. I I like seeing classic Carly Quinn too because that's same. Yeah, I guess you get some of it. No, not really in Assault on Arkham. So this is like like classic Harley. But then you also, in the background, you would see some of those balloons from the Batman 89 parade also. So I thought that that's what they're, they were kind of going for with, like, the older look. Kind of giving him a similar outfit to what Jack Nicholson's Joker had in that movie. Man, who who do we got to talk to about getting, like, an open-world Tim Burton Batman 89 game? <laughs> What are you talking about? There's all sorts of racetracks here. You can play <laughs> racetracks to your heart's content. With the 89 mobile, that actually handles like different, a, too. A Batman game with, like, all of that crazy, like, art style. Like, oh, it'd be so cool. I mean, but it was, it was, I had a little bit of problem when you had to rescue, because you're rescuing cops in this in this DLC, and there's one mission where you have to, or one spot where you have to, like, do a fight with, under a minute with Robin or he robbed with you, and you have to hack this thing, and I could not hack it for the life of me, and it took me a while to finally make it work, and I was getting really, really irritated. Yeah, I had one where I think you're below, like, you're in the bowels of, like, the amusement park, and then I think you have to get up topside and then get somewhere really fast and then do one of the hacking things, and I think I got distracted by a balloon, and then I died. And then I had to do it again, but like they didn't, it didn't feel like I had enough time when I restarted, so I had to do that a few times, which was annoying. Oh no, they were hard, but it was still like overall, it was fun. I mean, I, I didn't really get '89 vibe, but then again, I don't even remember the '89 movie or really care for it. <laughs> but I think that would probably fit. I mean, I just thought he looked cool as hell. And then like the final fight, and like the whole background where you go back and forth, where you play as you have a lot of different group with Barbara and Tim fighting together. You can you have a lot of those, and and the banter is just hilarious when you're fighting together too. And and I think that finally you and then finally you do find Gordon. And the end of this level is that you have to go fight Harley Quinn and Joker, which was actually a pretty fun boss fight. Like you had a bunch of goons like normal, and it's both of you fighting them. And your goal is just to just keep hitting them, but you need to get like takedowns or dual takedowns to actually hurt them. Yeah, I like the dual takedown mechanic in the game. I thought it was kind of fun. And here, I think it felt like it worked a lot better. Like, it just made more sense for these two to be, you know, teaming up together and taking it down. And I don't know, it just, it felt better with Robin and Batgirl. It was really cool. And seeing Harley Quinn in her classic costume is also so damn cool, too. I think I kind of briefly touched about it on, like, the main episode, but I kind of like how... Like, the trap for this, I think, is just like, yeah, Batman can't get close, so that's why, like, Batgirl and Robin are there. Because uh, Joker almost sees it like a trap to kill them, because he thinks that, like, Batman and all of his, like, partners are just making him worse. And he just wants to get back to the purity of him versus Batman and not having, like, all these teammates. And the Arkhamverse only takes place over the course of, like, eight years, eight or ten years. It's not very long, so, like, he, he got 
Grayson and Jason Todd and everybody really freaking fast. Well, I mean, that's what they kind of bring up in the game, how like Jason Todd is like down the bowels and he's like, yeah, he already has a new Robin. <laughs> I was gone for five hours. Yeah, I know. He's just really fast. <laughs> he's like, ooh, new kid. <laughs> Come with me. Then my friend he's jokes bad. about like the end of like 2007 Transformers as like Optimus Prime is like holding Jazz's body and he's like, oh, Jazz. But we have new friends now. <laughs> <laughs> and then the only other like Arkham thing to mention or Arkham episode to mention is we were talking about the 1989 Batmobile. There's all exclusive different Batmobiles that you get with the DLC. There's like the Tumblr, the 89, I think. And they also have like they can also do all the challenge maps, too, for some reason, or have their own challenge maps. Yeah, they have their own challenge maps. Uh, <sighs> the 89 Batman is more designed around the, you know, scenery of the 89 Batman movie. The Tumblr ones are more similar to the Dark Knight movies, the Nolan ones. Uh, you got your 60s Batmobile from the television show, and you got a special map for that, too. Uh, we already kind of touched base on the Scarecrow ones, which are basically just you driving around and fighting the Scarecrow in the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And I think, doesn't Joker just leave Harley Quinn, too? Yeah, he just abandons Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, he just like, gets in a parachute and just jumps off, and she's like, oh, Mr. J, or something like that. <laughs> Mr. J, where you going? Mr. J! Yeah, no, she's like cheering him on. into the ocean. <laughs> I always hate when people want to be like, oh, I'm like Joker and Harley Quinn. No, no, you don't. Never. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> all right, and that, that's all the Arkham episodes. Then we get to the good stuff now. Right, any last thing you guys say about the Arkham episodes? No. No, I'm just still hung up back there when you said you didn't care for Batman 89, so if you want to get nuts, let's get right? nuts. <laughs> right? I haven't seen it in years. Have you done an episode about it? Because we need to change that. No, I haven't yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, hey, you guys had you guys demanded the Batman. You could have you could have you could have got 89 out of me. Hey guys, I want you to go join Patreon for a dollar, and you could send messages to people. Just go and demand it. Uh, follow games my mom found on Twitter. Um, demand Batman eighty nine. Oh, yeah, people ask for it. I'm actually starting to do what people ask for now. And and then as a mini episode, we can just do the soundtrack by Prince. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> the fair. first soundtrack episode. <laughs> oh, it's such a good soundtrack too. I wouldn't have a whole lot to say. <laughs> so, I also don't like Prince at all. So if you want to hear me bitch about Prince, how do you live in Minnesota and you don't like Prince? Nope. And the reason I don't like him is the dumbest reason ever. So, but yeah, I don't care for Prince. Yeah. But yeah, I do. I'm for, I mean, I almost went to the Prince Museum, actually, but it's too expensive. I wasn't going for myself. I was going to go for Tiff. Look, listening audience out there, we've told you what to do. Let's make it happen. Also, to make matters funnier, I actually got to handle stuff from his estate because I was working somewhere and they were ship people were shipping something and it was like I got to handle stuff. Unbelievable. When I was packing a box. But Unbelievable. So. <laughs> but no, I've never been fan. So yeah, okay, so that brings us to the Season of Infamy, which was part of the Season Pass. And I think, well, the thing about Season of Infamy is it's four missions that go along, right along with the main game. That way, if I didn't do them in the main game, because I was not sure if he was going to do the DLC at first, and then I just couldn't stop playing the damn game. But the way it, it's set up is as you unlock more percent of the map, or, you know, a percentage of the game as you progress to the main game, you unlock these extra missions. 
and there's four of them. There's we'll start with the we'll start with we'll start with Mad Hatter. All right, yeah, let's start with Mad Hatter. This is the one you do to get out of the way. Although I do like the end. I like this one actually. I enjoyed myself. This was the one that I accidentally started while I was running through the main play, and I was like, "Oh wait, no, I can't do this one yet." Yeah, I didn't say thanks. <laughs> I mean, it's real. I mean, I went to one of them. Like, I started it too because a Mad Hatter is in is in GCPD. Like, you have to go there, and he's in one of the interrogations rooms, and you just talk to him, and then he tells you, they, or somehow it comes up that there's cops that are locked in. Police cars. Yeah, I think Cash says on the radio, like, Jervis check might turn himself in, so you think it's part of the main game, and I forgot that it wasn't. Yeah. But it, it's cool how it just is incorporated into the main game, so anybody who's playing it now would just experience it if you weren't trying to like I was. You could just experience it, and it would just add to your game. And it's a good thing, because, like, the actual, like, the beginning part of this is you gotta find cops that are trapped in a cop car trunk. Cool. With explosives. This was another thing that was weird. Because, like, the hacking thing is, like, it's different. So you had to kind of have, like, you move your kind of lines with the thumbsticks and kind of line them up. And for some reason, like, I don't think I was using my Xbox controller right. Maybe I'm, I'm really worried about my Xbox controller now. Because, like, I couldn't, like, it wouldn't move up to the lines. And I kept failing at the last one. And I was, like, really worried. I'm like, something's wrong here. But well, I think I just wasn't, was like, pain. pulling them down long enough. There's, what, three? Four? I can't three. remember. It's three or four. It's not very many. And then once you get them all, you go back to... Because the last car is empty, I think, is what it was. Yeah, because it's the Cheshire Cat, the Queen of Hearts, and it's supposed to be the White Rabbit, but it's just empty. And you get a book or something. Yeah, you get Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, and you bring that back to the Mad Hatter, and he's like, oh, no, it's in the answers in the book, dude. Swear. Just so like I didn't too. understand what happened in this part. Because Neither, I know when. But it was cool. It was right. cool. I, I, I got this one, actually. <laughs> so Mad Hatter's quote unquote power is hypnosis and mind control, right? Yes. At least if the I animated did. series taught me anything. <laughs> and rhymings. He's got some uh, sick flows. Which is why I did my rhyming introduction this episode in tribute to the Mad Hatter, my boy. But he essentially either hypnotizes or somehow mind-wise affects Batman to fight his way through a pop-up book. But the pop-up book is representing the games. So your first level through the pop-up book is at the Asylum. And you're just fighting wave after wave of bad guys. I know, super damn original. While Mad Hatter is looming large in the background and just kind of watching over you as you fight. And this reminded me of the Scarecrow missions from Arkham Asylum. Also, did you notice that the enemies that you fight, they start off with the Arkham Asylum enemies and they become the Arkham City enemies and they just keep, like, as as it progresses? Yeah, and I really like how they have, like, a... Like, I guess they change the color filter so everything looks more stylized. Like, that's what I really like about it. Yeah, like, I I thought the beginning part where you're rescuing the cops was boring. Even in a game of boring fetch quests, this was super boring. But once you got to the book part, I had a blast. Like, I was tired of fighting guys by the time I was through with this game. But that that I made an exception for. It was presented really well. 
You have to grapple up whenever the page is turning so you don't get crushed by the next page. It was it was cool. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. It was fine. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I was glad it existed. It was more content. I was just confused how he got, but I, I forgot his power of hyp- hypnosis. I thought it was like he had to put a hat on you to confuse you. Not I forgot his hypnosis. So that makes more sense now. Yeah. It's been a while. But like if you can if you can hypnotize Batman to think you're in a pop up book, then why are you sitting in the jail waiting for him? Just go out and make Batman into a chicken like they do at the hip- hypnotist shows. <laughs> like there. Look look at how much good you did, Mad Hatter. You'll finally get that statue. And you just take his hat away and throw him in prison. Yep. Yet another boring end to a villain who deserved better. And then we should talk about I want to talk about Killer Croc. This one, I really, really like this one. So so as, as you progress to the game, I think this might be the next. I'm not sure what order these are supposed to be in or how it works. But there's supposed to be a blimp that crashed in the city. So you have to go to this blimp to investigate it. Now, I messed up at this at first because you need the freeze grenade, which I never got in my original playthrough. It wasn't until so I, so I thought you had to do the DLC to get it. And then real until I Googled it and realized, oh, it's right in the damn Pasadena theater. Or not Pasadena, but in the theater that you have to go to. And then I went back and got it because you need it to get through this airship because you go to this ruined airship that crashed in the sea. And Nightwing's also talking to you a whole bunch on the radio because he's heading to it or something. But I thought it was a very good little story. Like you have to you go in like this ruined blimp and you're moving around and you're trying to rescue the guards that are there. And then you kind of like I didn't even know who the villain was at first because I tried to stay oblivious. But then you see a monster, a monster killer croc pop out. And that made me happy. I was like, this is cool. Yeah, is this like the second instance of like Morbius in this game? Because I think like what's cool is that like you're you're going through this because I think they did like Blackgate Penitentiary is in Arkham Origins. But now this is Blackgate Blimp Prison. Something like that. Yeah, like it's a special prison, but I don't even know who's on there besides him. And they're kind of talking about how they're like experimenting on him, trying to like use his like DNA to like make people better kind of like like the man bat thing. Yeah, it's kind of um, yeah. Kind of fucked up what they're doing. Like yeah, it's really messed up and then like he ends up because Killer Croc already in this universe is like a big monster, but now he's like even bigger and has like a massive tail. Like he looks really yes. cool. I love the every tail. Game, it made me happy. Every game he just looks worse. Like yeah, you it's can a big track- game of reason. That he's being experimented on. I think they were giving him steroids or something to make him. I think they make some kind of combo what they were giving him. I think. I don't well, think I all the all the trauma that they were doing, like, you know, cutting off his arms and regrowing them and basically just torturing him. It triggered uh, dramatic changes in his body. So it was making him more crop-like, essentially. It was accelerating the process. Like when you rescue, because at one point you have to leave this place, go find two random guards that had fallen from parachutes, find them, get their two key cards and go back here. And there's a comment where the guy's like, we were just doing our job. Like when you see when you when you as you progress further and you see the we're just doing our job. And I'm like, what the hell? And then you find out like that's when you find out the warden was experimenting on it on people. Yeah, It, it was cool. And like you're trying to find the warden and then Killer Croc has him like tied up and is about to start experimenting on him. Yeah, it's even Nightwing comments. He's like, should we just, like, let him, like, have this guy? Like, who's the real monster here? Mm-hmm. 
It was good. It 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 was re- and then just fighting Killer Croc was a lot of fun too. I, like I liked it. You know, like Dodge's tail and stuff, and it was a fun <laughs> fight. <laughs> what I love about this fight, what I absolutely fanatically love about this fight, is when you do the team up moves. The last move that's hit is an RKO out of nowhere by either Batman or Nightwing. And it just, it made me very happy. I'm sure that uh, Randy Orton is probably getting paid money for that. <laughs> I would hope so, at least. Yeah, I love there's no it just, clever way to take down this monster. It's just like, let's just pummel the ever-living hell out of him until he stops, like, getting them. Yeah, yeah it works. I mean, I, I like how Killer Croc is in, Ar- in the Arkham series. I, I like how he such a freaking monster, you know, and then became more of a monster and not just a big guy who's tall and gray. Really? Because I could swear somebody did had a problem with it in Blackgate. Like, didn't like him in that. Oh, I don't remember. Hey, but it's not recording, so you can find out. <laughs> I can't remember. Was he even in Blackgate? He's at the start, and I think later on, because I think he's, you fight him again, and I think he's just like, yeah, this is too much work, I'm just gonna bounce. He's in Arkham yeah. Origins, I remember that. I don't remember Blackgate at all. Oh, no, yes, Origins, yeah. Okay. okay. I don't think he's in Blackgate, no. I'm Solomon Grundy's in Blackgate. Blackgate. Oh, maybe that's why I'm getting confused. I didn't like the Solomon Grundy fight, because it's just a normal Both fight. big, great guys, I get, uh, oh, yeah, probably a Solomon <laughs> Grundy. Who knows? But it means cool, and you, you capture him, and then, I don't know where, I guess they take him back to GCPD, I think, and lock him up there, and then you also lock up the Warden, too. I can't remember if you locked up Killer Crown. You lock the Warden, like, right next to him. Okay, that's what Yeah, it was. which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and, when, and when you bring him back and Cash is, Cash is there to get him, and it was just funny, because Cash is the one that got his hand bit off all those years yeah, ago. this one off. Yeah, it was, I don't know, man. I got some feelings about the cops in this game. Feel free. Because, like, after, like, when you're bringing all these bad guys back to them, they're not shy about, like, hey, I will beat this criminal that is in the jail. I'm just like, damn, dude. Yeah, you're not nice. That's what I understand about is like you bought a Birds of Prey earlier, and people love that movie. I personally don't, and like the Harley Quinn thing in that movie, and like this game where it's like in real life, if a common criminal does anything, it's like okay, everyone opened fire, but in this one, it's like let's let Harley Quinn come in and massacre us. We can easily kill her because it has to look cool because it's Harley Quinn, but. Like, if you were the police in any of these universe and, uh, like, a criminal like that came in, like, you wouldn't hesitate to turn the safety off. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're not good cops in this game. <laughs> Look, I'm from Kenosha. I have complex feelings about cops, all right? Well, I completely <laughs> understand. And then that brings us to two more that are left. Should we go with Mr. Freeze next Mr. Then? Freeze. Okay. Yep. In from the cold. This is a good, this is a good chapter, too. This is the one I say for last as I like it so much. I did this second because I thought I had to do it to get the freeze grenade, but I did not have to. So this is a crash like ship is on the crash and all of a sudden a giant iceberg came out of it. And they're like, well, that's not normal. And at first you have to take out a bunch of guards on top of the ship, which was a little annoying. Mm-hmm. Took me a it couple tries. Me a lot of the Arkham Origins thing where you have to infiltrate the penguins uh, boat because they probably took a lot of cues from that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even remember that. And then he, and then you, you find Mr. Freeze and you find Nora and Nora has been taken. 
they 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 took Nora away and that or you don't find Nora, you find the empty Nora container and they took Nora away and that's why he's so upset. And then it, it was the militia that was behind it, so essentially Red Hood. And I guess there's some kind of glitch or something where or not glitch, but where if you do this after you already beat the game, you still hear Red Hood's voice talking to them sometimes. I was reading something that said that. Oh yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, because like the whole context yeah, is like all the villains wanted to join up to like kill Batman and Mr. Freeze abstain because he's like, I don't care. But then they essentially took Nora as a means to get him to fight Batman. But even then he was like, I'm still not going to do it. <laughs> and now I'm angry. <laughs> you got to go like run around to rescue Nora. Like yeah. I thought that was cool. And like, isn't, I think she's dying, right? Because they took her out of cryo freeze. Well, yeah, well, that's my, I mean, the Mr. Free story is established like Batman, the animated series. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she, cause she's out and he's like, she has to go in like right away in order for me to like, like write this. And so like, he's trying to, I think, fix his equipment. I really like the, cause you have to like, once you get Nora, cause you have to do like some predator sequence so to kind of get her back. And then you put her in the Batmobile and there's this like a, like one of the better Batmobile races because it's just in like a giant ice tunnel. And Mm -hmm. I really actually like the fight because you're just like in a frozen harbor and like the Arkham, like the militia forces is overwhelming you and Batman just like you basically have to freeze them or else like we're not going to make it. But like he doesn't want to do that because if he uses equipment that way, then he won't be able to essentially put Nora back in crime stasis but she's like you have to do this like this is what i want which leads to like the excellent conclusion where she's just like i don't want to go under anymore like i'm going to die this is i my choice let's just take whatever time we have left like i really like that ending same I, i thought it was cool that she's like i'm not going back in there like i don't i'll just be with you i thought that was good too the part that I liked is at the very, very end when Alfred's like, oh, hey, there's a boat and it's leaving. Uh, it's probably Mr. Freeze. Should we track it? Batman's just like, nah, I, I think I don't think we're going to see him again. It was good. I did not particularly care for this at all. You didn't like this one? I No, I like the story. But just like the main game, I feel like this is... A uh, thing where a perfectly good story is ruined by not great mechanics. Okay. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that I sucked at that tank fight. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't think there was any more easy or hard than any other fights in the main game. I don't know. It felt it was more difficult for me, and that may be because this was the last one that I played after like running through all of them in a day. <laughs> so I'm sure my hands were probably pretty tired by that point. Yeah, I can see that. Like twisted into PlayStation claws. So that's why <laughs> I put the toggle on. At least you were, I'm putting some controllers are hard. Like I've been playing on an N64 controller. I can't play it for too too long. Where I'm like, ah, like get this thing out of my hands. But All like right, the story in it was really good. Story yes. in Mister Freeze one was really good. I really enjoyed the story. Rest of it can fuck off. I keep wanting to watch that movie, Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero. Oh, it's not. Demand it's it. Fine. <laughs> it's, it it's really okay. is just fine. It's I know. Not, it's just it's just to do it. Just to watch do it. Heart of Ice again. I just want to watch it to cover it. That's all. Just so we can mark off another movie on our list of Batman. Yeah, fair enough. You know me. You know me in lists and orders and things. Yeah. Demand it, folks. 
I don't think people are going to demand Sub-Zero. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to see what they demand more Batman Sub-Zero, and if you do it, it's like, <laughs> demand Mystery of the Batwoman. Is that good or bad? I Not good. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not Kelly Ripa like Batwoman? <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's ridiculous. You've never seen it. Don't. Oh, don't demand that. You see once and it's in one ear and out the other. Like Sub-Zero was just essentially like a direct-to-video promotional thing for like Batman and Robin. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And this brings us to the last DLC, a Shadow Shadow War, where you have that you're hunting Raza Ghoul. This one, I think, starts off really strong, where you find like I think you find dead assassins, and you have to start following a blood trail, and you follow a blood trail for a while. You do a lot of detective work in this game, which is cool. Yeah. One, like I was, I, I really dug it. It's you got two different factions of the League of Shadows. Uh, one is like, no, Rachel Ghoul has to come back. And the other one said, no, that's probably putting it the best way I can. And basically Gotham is caught in the middle of the League of League of Shadows fighting it out. Yeah, it's a great payoff from like the end of Arkham City where like you have like Talia died at the end of that game and then like Rache like literally fell on his sword. Well, not his sword. I think it was unveiled by a statue. Yeah. And then you have like, yeah, like the infighting of we have to follow that, those ways and other people being like, you know, he's been doing this for so long. His ways are outdated. Like we can do it so much better. And yeah, like the, the blood trail thing was very much just like very much like, like Arkham city. Cause that's how you had the introduction to, like the league is like you basically follow the blood trail and then like put the tracker on one of the assassins. Yeah. And the cool thing about this one is, you know, not only are you following the blood trail, but you also use detective mode to reconstruct the timeline of events that happened during that as well. Like during some of the things, which reminded me a lot of the cold, cold heart. Uh, DLC from Origins. Which is good. And that's then really, you get to see, I mean, like, Razagul, and that's, like, how he's so messed up and basically kind of like Palpatine and Rise of Skywalker. It's like in this oh, massive yeah, life machine. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he has not had a good time of it uh, at all. No. <laughs> it's it's really cool. After you finally. After you finally meet up with Rachel Ghoul, you find out that, hey, there's another Lazarus pit and it's powerful. It's not tainted. It's a pure one. We just need a little bit to cure him. So because you're Batman, you go off to get the the Lazarus uh, pit taken care of. To get the juice. And this is when you run into the sister of Talia. Is it Nissa? Nissa? Yeah. Nissa. Okay. Nissa. And Shiva was the one you fight in Origins, right? Who wasn't a sister. Yes. Okay. And you can like, and the thing cool about this is you can choose like when you get to her, because he's about to blow up, he gets the sample, he's about to blow up the fountain. You can choose if you want to, well, I guess you automatically take it and have to fight them, I think, right? Or Well, Nissa basically gives an ultimatum where she's like, he's, he's beyond coming back. Like he's even like every time he uses the pity, he gets more and more messed up. And if you give me control of League of Assassins, like, we'll leave Gotham and never come back. And my word is law. Like, I swear on my sister's 
like dead body that like this is true and then i kind of like the the conversation you have with alfred because alfred's like well i mean he's kind of a zombie and zombies aren't really alive so if he dies then that's not really killing a human being so it's kind of like a loophole around your whole not killing thing yeah plus it's more of just because you don't give the medicine doesn't mean you you killed him that's how i looked at it too yeah but he deep Rache pulls out a trump card though he asked batman to help him for talia what so a bastard what choice did everyone make i killed him <laughs> i let him die i was like oh we broke the machine oh he's dead yeah i've done it both ways in other playthroughs uh, and this time I kill him and I like like he says to you, I'm proud of that you made this decision, like kind of like you finally know when to like end me. Yeah. And I cured him because, you know, I'm an asshole. <laughs> you fight and, him. Um, you don't fight him, but you fight Nissa. Oh, OK. And he gets away. Like, well, you kind of fight him, but it's like a weak sauce fight. It's not a real good fight. But because he's still not completely healed, he's overpowered. And he smoke bombs on out of there. But after you fight uh, Nyssa, during the scuffle, Raish stabs her with a sword, calling her a traitor. Batman offers to heal her. And she's like, no, I'm not going to go down like that. I'm not going to be like he was. So Alfred says, hey, both factions are gone, but we have no idea how long it's going to stay that way. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I'm glad someone else, one of us, made the other decision. <laughs> I just Oh, come on. If there's if there's a chance to do the bad thing, I'm going to do it 99% of the time. I can't. That's just not me. I mean, I, I broke the machine, and then I, I and then you just pretty much arrest. Like, you, I remember you, I can't remember if you fight him or not, but I, all I remember is that you, you end up dragging his body and throw him in a freaking room with a gurney. He's like, I don't know how long I'll live. But that's what I like about it, because you said it's like the bad decision, but I mean, that's what I like about it, because it's so, like, rides that gray line of, like, is it good or is it bad to kill him? Like, that's what I really like, that they actually gave you a choice in the matter, because you don't really have any choice any other time in this series, if I remember. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Yeah, you don't really so have that in this game. That, to me, really kind of makes it feel like this should be the button on this entire Arkham series. That this is the mission where you pick, you know, presumably you played through them all. How would your Batman experience respond in this? And I really like that. Okay. And I think that wraps up all the DLC. Should we go to Shelf Stacker Box for the season pass, essentially? Yeah. The, sure, why okay. not? I'll go first. I'm going to put it on the shelf. I really enjoyed the DLC. I think, to me, all the DLC was fun, except for the damn Catwoman. I'm glad it exists. I'm glad I paid only five bucks for it, but that's just me. And it's season for me is really damn good. I put the whole thing on the shelf. What about you, Blair? I would probably put it in the stack. I didn't care for the short missions. I, I again, I appreciate that they hung a little bit of context on them, but I mean, they were like 30 minutes, if that a pop. And as someone who played this as it was coming out, like the Batgirl DLC was really cool. Um, but it wasn't until like Season of Infamy where it really picked up. And like, I only replayed the 
Red Hood, Robin, etc. stuff for this show. Like since I finished it, I've never felt the need to go back. Okay, and what about you, Ken? Well, I put the original game in the stack, and I'm probably going to do something a little different here. I'm going to take the DLC, and I'm going to put it in the box. I knew that was coming. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this just kind of... There were some good stories here, but I feel like the mechanics really got in the way of it. Uh, The last third of... The Mad Hatter mission and the Rachel Ghoul missions were my favorite out of everything that I played. But I don't know. There wasn't just enough here to justify it for me. Like normally I'm, you know, shelf for Batman all the way. But this, I don't know, something this time, it just didn't do it for me. Okay. All right. So that wraps up what we all thought of it. And I still say, go play it if you haven't. See what you think. Especially if you. And like well, for a lot of people, they probably got this game for free on Epic if you get every Epic game for free, like I do. Or Not like us, where we got the season pass for like three or five dollars. <laughs> and if you want to hear more Batman, <laughs> uh, Batman Arkham Knight just would have just dropped like the day before you hear this, which I don't know what episode number that I think that's 184, 185. Uh, Batman Assault at Arkham, film 33. Batman Year One, film 30. Batman Arkham Origin DLC Cold Cold Heart Mini 19, Batman Under the Red Hood Film 28, Batman War of Jokes and Riddles Comic 35, Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate Episode 159, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker Film 23, Batman Court of Owls Comic 33, Batman Haunted Night Comic 32, Batman Arkham Origins Episode 139, Batman Massive Phantasm Film 18, Batman Arkham City DLC Harley Quinn Revenge Mini 13, Batman Arkham City Episode 118, Batman Arkham City Comic 24, Batman The Killing Joke Comic 22, Batman Arkham Asylum Episode 97, Batman The Long Halloween Comic 17, Batman Death of the Family Comic 8, Batman Hush Comic 3, and Batman Episode 3, The Genesis Game. That's a lot of Batman. God. And the funny thing is there's more recorded than than what I was mentioned in this, so. Hmm. Goodness All right. Goodness. So, <laughs> and Blair, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter mostly at Blarcade. You can also go uh, read my work at comicbookvideogames.com and like the Facebook page. Um, yeah, I haven't really published anything in a while. Kind of beating a joke about DC superhero pets. Uh, That's out. A little bit too far. Reviews doing great numbers. But yeah, looking forward to Ninja Turtles next month. Okay, and if you enjoyed this episode, listen to all our other stuff please follow us on Facebook, instagram twitter and on youtube we are on youtube with audio only but we're there uh, we have a patreon we mentioned for as little as a dollar you'll see a link in the show notes go help us out you can vote in all the monthly polls and, and get one-on-one communication with me because i will see all the patreon messages and want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of helena at hell has fury and a shout out to bill tucker who did the mcu episode with me he shares his own pocket gamer looks at 40 where he interviews how games affect people's lives so definitely check him out I think that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. So long, and remember to demand Batman 89.